Thanks for downloading this episode of On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, the podcast about how technology is changing the world of communications. To subscribe to the podcast or share feedback, visit us online at ontherecordpodcast.com, on Twitter at ontherecord, or send email to ontherecordpodcast at gmail.com. My guest today is Freddie Minnie. He's the CEO of NetVibes. Freddie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, uh, and uh, hello, Eric. Now, um, I, I, I can hear in your accent, and as we discussed, I know you're from France, and uh, yes. the last interview we did on Google Reader Alternatives was with Cyril Moutron, who's the uh, co-founder at Feedly. Is there a French conspiracy to control the RSS newsreader business? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, it's just that uh, we'd like to change the, uh, you know, the, put some French accent to all this uh, English accent everywhere, you know, from the uh, UK, uh, Scotland, and Wales, and Australia, and the US. So we thought that uh, we had to contribute to uh, all these, all, all those accents. Now, NetVibes has been around for a while. But interestingly enough, it's not one of the brands that's being talked about as Google Reader alternatives. You, a lot of people talking about Feedly. I haven't heard a lot of discussion about NetVibes, but the truth is I knew about you guys before Feedly. You guys have been around a while, right? Yeah, in fact, NetVibes was live for the first time on the 15th of September 2005. Uh, so we... Uh, and we had only one round of funding back in August 2006, only one. Uh, so we decided to monetize uh, NetVice back in uh, Q2 2008 and got uh, to profitability and uh, got bought by Dessa System in February of last year. Uh, that being said, um, we are the only product uh, on earth that does both what iGoogle and Google Reader do, um, meaning that we have both a widget view and a reader view for the same uh, corpus, i.e. the same set of uh, source of information. Um, that. The, widget, the widget view is very cool. Um, you know, even with Reader, Google Reader, uh, often, you know, once, once it became difficult, uh, once, once Twitter and Facebook removed the native RSS link from their platforms, you had to actually hack the RSS feed using Notepad. Um, but I see that in the, in, the, in the widget view on the free version of Net, NetVibes, you know, you can just put in a keyword and monitor uh, open status updates on Facebook and Twitter. So it just creates that feed for you. And also I noticed that you have board reader in there as well, which is very convenient. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we keep on, on saying that, uh, you know, it's uh, it's not about the uh, the format. And uh, in fact, we think that uh, all the, the thought about, uh, you know, what is the, the file format and depending on the file format, then uh, you will pick your application. Sounds very like, uh, you know, the discussion back in uh, the, the, the 80s where, you know, it was the, the word format. And if you have the word format, then you need to have word. I think that uh, those discussions are way over. I mean, now the thing is, is the user uh, needs to decide what kind of information he wants to track or wants to listen to. And it's up to NetVibes, in fact, to provide a service to deliver uh, this information in the way uh, and structure that the user wants. So uh, also we believe since, uh, you know, we moved to um, um, monetization back in uh, mid-2008, we thought that, uh, you know, it's impossible to have one view fits all because uh, the reader view is great because you have a chronological order of all the news. But at the same time, in Google Reader, if you want to have the weather, it's impossible. So we believe that, you know, if you want to have the weather and if to an extent of that, if you want to uh, follow your sales or if you want to uh, have an eye on uh, your inventory, I mean, you should be able to both being able to read what's important in your business and also to track the movement on, uh, you know, uh, I would say open data type, uh, the weather, but also internal data, i.e. your internal stuff. The internal stuff is for the paid version. Now, I noticed that when you're setting up a widget, 
uh, in Widget View, uh, you can put in a keyword. Can, uh, can you issue also Boolean queries in that in in that function in that in that search field? Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah of course, yes. Because I, yeah, yeah. I I tried to do an exact phrase match with a first name last name and it and it just spun and spun. But maybe you know I don't know. Maybe I got. No, that that should work. In fact, uh, all the Boolean. In fact, we try to um, uh, use uh, the search engine that we use is uh, Exalid, and uh, we try to have the the exact and we try and we succeed. So we have the exact same uh, syntax as Google. So all the the things that you know how to do uh, with Google with your and and or and and and, and so on and so forth and the bracket, uh, you can do that in uh, in NetVibes. And then in social search. On the widget view, you've also got Google Plus. Yes. Yes, we have to. I haven't seen that in any of the other any other readers. Well, the thing is, uh, you know, uh, as a reminder, in fact, um, the, the the big difference between uh, you know everybody else and NetVibes is that uh, NetVibes is based. I mean, as based its uh, monetization and business model on a B two B. So in fact, uh, we uh, we want to use the free version as the the dashboard, and you know, getting people to use the you know get used to the logic and uh, the usability of uh, of NetVice, but immediately or you know a little bit after, try to of of course you know go to the uh, the paid version, so that you will be able to monitor everything everything uh, and learn from everyone and have all the analytics. Uh, on everything that matters to your business, so we add to uh, you know be um, uh, we, we had to add Google Plus, and uh, you know we, we can't remove that because in a business, if you want to you know uh, being exhaustive on everything that happens on on your brand, uh, you, you have to have Google Plus. So, in terms of the differences between the free version and the premium version, uh, is it basically just the analytics? It's fairly simple. In fact, uh, we, we we try to be as simple as possible. So, uh, first of all, the world that NetVibes wants to acquire and wants to be identified with is dashboard. So, NetVibes equal dashboard. That's what we want. Uh, the the tagline of NetVibes is dashboard everything, meaning that uh, we are able to build a dashboard on everything you want. The vision that we have now is dashboard intelligence. So, which means that uh, the the world dashboard, which is aggregation and personal aggregation is free and will remain free. Now, if you want to share this aggregation, i.e. if you want to publish your dashboard to someone else, that is the paid version. And or if you want to have analytics and if you want to have intelligence on the content that you have aggregated, that's also the paid version. So if you have, you know, for example, if you have a, a table with two lines and two columns, uh, if you have uh, individual and uh, group use, um, and on the uh, on, on the Y, if you have um, uh, dashboard and intelligence, basically dashboard for you only is free. Anything else on the on the table is uh, for a fee. And then, how much is the premium version? The premium version starts at uh, for an individual at four and ninety nine. And the price, of course, per month, and the price uh, goes down by the by the quantity, of course, and also per role. So uh, to make it simple, uh, if you want to move to the paid version, it's four ninety nine a month. But if you are, uh, for example, we have a package for agencies that is fifteen thousand a year, and that package includes uh, five people. So it's a kind of a starter kit for an agency or a marketing department to get started with NetVibes. Now, depending on the, what you do with NetVibes, you will pay a different fee. So if you are the publisher, i.e. The, the webmaster of the dashboard, that's the most expensive. Then you have the analytics, I mean, the people who manipulate uh, all the what, where, and uh, you know, and some additional feature that we have, like uh, you can build newsletters automatically out of NetVibes. So that is also part of uh, the, the things that the publisher can do. And then uh, the, the, the people who subscribe to a dashboard, I mean, that's the lowest price. Now, in terms of the um, uh, things that you can monitor, do you get to monitor everything in the free version, or are there other things that you can monitor in the premium version that aren't included in the free version? 
Um, in fact, there is one limit that in terms of monitoring, i.e., uh, you know, being able to be in front of, uh, of your, uh, of your dashboard, you can monitor any RSS. You are, uh, also limited by, I mean, for the social stuff, uh, Facebook and, and Twitter, you are limited to the, the free API. I.e., uh, you know, um, Twitter has, for example, an API uh, named 1.1 that, uh, you know, will uh, be, will replace the 1.0 on uh, May 7th. And that, in fact, API limit the number of requests at uh, 180 per 15 minutes. So if you want to have uh, more than that, uh, then we have, uh, uh, you know, a paid version. I mean, in fact, an access to a firewall of Twitter that, of course, is not uh, on a free version. Also, uh, if you want to monitor uh, any internal data or a- anything that's required to create a chart, and that chart will be comparable to any other chart and the, the, the social analytics, that also is uh, limited to the paid version. On the free version versus the pre- paid version, how far back on a service like Twitter can you go? And that's a very good question. Uh, in fact, the, the short answer is seven days because uh, the API limits uh, the query to go back seven days by nature, I mean, by, by the Twitter API. If you want more than that, you know, you should uh, um, contact us because um, we have access to a partner that uh, give us access to uh, every tweet uh, from the 1st of January 2011. But it's a paid service. And what? And what? How did that work on Reader? Because it seemed like on Reader, if you if you hacked a feed, if you hacked a, a feed of a Twitter query, and brought it into Reader, you were able to maintain those links in Reader pretty much indefinitely. Is that true or no? No. It's, in fact, it, it might be true today, but uh, uh, Twitter is changing its API. So. Um, with the API 1.1, I'm not sure that you will be able to continue to do so. Even though those links are stored, um, moving forward, you wouldn't be able to do that with the introduction of the new API. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm what I'm saying. And in fact, I don't want to talk for uh, for Twitter because you know we are not related to them. Um, but what I what I would like to share is, uh, as you can imagine, NetVibes doesn't fork, doesn't hack, uh, you know, anything. So in fact, we give you everything that is in the free version, everything that is uh, publicly available. So we will be limited by the free API of the social networks. Uh, if you want to go farther than that, then uh, you know there are services that give you access to history uh, on the social network and many other stuff. Uh, we work with those partners, and uh, we we are able to connect uh, with those partners, and in fact, for a fee, give you. Uh, for example, if you if you have an accident on uh, on Twitter, uh, and you were monitoring. Uh, what people were saying about your brand, and you say, well, I'd like to compare what it was a year ago, uh, then you will need uh, to talk to us because we can do that, uh, but we will need to have a request on those history, get the the tweets from a year ago, and then run uh, the analytics so that you can compare the two periods. Let's talk for a a moment about in-feed and in-directory search. So yeah. let's say I've prepared a collection of feeds and I've got them either on a tab in the widget view or in a directory in the reader view. Is there a way that I can query within that directory? Uh, only on the paid version. Only in the paid version. Yeah, only on the paid version because that in fact requires to run an index of the of the content and uh, we can't have such a cost on the free version. So on the um, free version, there's no search at all within any of the feeds? You have the search, in fact, of the feed that are in the dashboard at the moment of the search. So, for example, I've now run, I'm in widget view, and I searched NetVibes. Yeah. And I see on the left-hand side my news search. It's got Bing News and Yahoo News by default. Yeah. Um, but I can hit the little plus sign and bring Google News in there as well, and I will. Yeah. yeah. And then at the top of that 
uh, widget is a search field, which is yeah. by default on Yahoo. Uh, so you're saying I could use that little search uh, field to query anything within these three different feeds or just the tab that's open? In fact, uh, on the free version, you have an option in the, in the settings where you can search on what is uh, available in the dashboard as it is. So uh, it's, it's like the control F on your browser, if you will, but um, more into uh, the content of the dashboard. But the question that you are asking is, can you search, in fact, within your corpus? And that is, in fact, a feature uh, reserved for the paid version. Got it. So when I look at that search field on the top of a widget, that's not going to search what's in the widget. That's going to be used to query Google News, Bing News, and Yahoo News to find different stories. Yeah, in the free version, yes. Got it. Um, let's talk for a minute about latency because it's something uh, nobody really talks much about, but it's certainly a concern when you think about you know, smaller companies getting into this business and trying to replace a vacuum that Google will create when they exit. And, yeah. you know, latency is never really a concern with Google because, you know, their job is to spider the Internet and index pages. So as long as they can, uh, you know, do that and, 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 and monitor at the same time, you know you're going to get it as soon as it's available in search. But then, you know, when you look at a lot of the monitoring services that are out there, often there are significant latency issues with respect to getting news in a timely or links in a timely fashion. So what can you tell us about how you approach that challenge at NetVibes? There are, in fact, several questions in your question, and we need to define latency. So do you define latency as uh, the, the time it takes to get the news in NetVibes versus the time it is published on the publisher site? Is it your definition of latency? You know, that's a great question. No, I would not, that would not be my definition of latency. My okay. definition of latency would be the period between a page being added to Google Search Index and the period okay. at which it, it's available through NetVibes. Okay. Well, uh, in fact, we are not dependent on uh, on Google and the Google Index. We are not dependent at all. Uh, and that, in fact, is a huge, very good question because you mentioned in the beginning that uh, uh, NetVice was not the, the primary but more the secondary uh, alternative to Google Reader. And it is true. I admit that. So there is no dispute. Uh, we have, since uh, the Google Reader announcement, we have, uh, you know, still... Um, uh, welcome um, several hundred of thousand users. I, I can't uh, give you the number, but it's not in million, but it, it is in several, um, uh, many hundred of thousand. I can't say more than that. But the point, which is lower than uh, what Feedly uh, announced, and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, Feedly is a great product. Now, the thing is, the difference between Feedly and NetVibes is NetVibes has its own uh, back office. So, in fact, we are not dependent on uh, the back office of Google Reader. In a nutshell, uh, you have the front office that, you know, manage the, uh, the, the feeds, and you have the back office that will manage, you know, all the feeds and the read and read and, uh, and, and the latency that uh, we are going to talk about. What I'm trying to say is, so far, uh, uh, it has been uh, relatively easy uh, for Feedly to get the Google Reader people because they are still using the back office of Google Reader. Where, when I think it will be more like an Apple to Apple, I think will be in July when the, you know, the back office of Google Reader will be shut down. What I'm, say, what I'm saying today is we are not using the, the back office of Google Reader and we never did and never will. So we are not dependent on that. Now, the, the question is hugely important because uh, the question on latency is not dependent on, on Google at all, but it's dependent on our crawler. So, which means that we have a technology, and in fact, we have that technology since uh, 2008, and end of 2008, we have our own crawling technology. So, again, we don't depend on Google. So, we use, uh, in fact, one major technology, we use others, but we use one major technology that name Instant Update that we have developed and which belong to NetVibes and only used by NetVibes. The way it works is, in fact, we crawl the sources of information. 
that you give, that every user gives to NetVibes. Today we are at 3 million. So we crawl 3 million sources of information and we crawl it on as, uh, as smart as possible, meaning that if uh, it is a source that updates frequently, then we crawl frequently. So that you know we can uh, we can spare the, the the CPU time on our server. So to answer your question, uh, the, our latency varies in between two to twenty minutes. We're talking to Netvibes CEO Freddie Mini, and when we come back, he's going to tell us about Netvibes as an engagement dashboard as well as a listening platform. But. First, let's just take a minute to talk about the importance of social media monitoring in any social media outreach or any marketing effort. Too many people rush onto Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn without any hard data on where their customers really are. On social media, the options for engagement are limitless. But unfortunately, at most organizations, the resources are finite. So if you're smart, you'll start by doing uh, an audit, an analysis of all social media against unbranded keywords and get some idea of where the hot pockets of conversation are amongst the influencers in your industry. You used to be able to do that really well with Google Reader Uh, But now that they're going away, it's going to be important to find other tools to do that with. One of those tools, uh, which was featured in in a previous episode, is Feedly. In this episode, we're looking at NetVibes. But regardless of the tool you choose... Um, if you don't have the ability to listen and the ability to analyze, uh, social media marketing really is a fool's errand. If you are a professional in the marketing business and you're working on social media campaigns, either inside a company or outside uh, as an agency uh, representative, you're going to be much more successful if the rest of the people in your organization know how to use social media as well. Uh, My company, Comply Socially, provides enterprise-wide social media literacy and compliance training so that when you do share, people in the organization know how to retweet and share and comment on your stuff. And so people know how to do it responsibly and safely. Um, So if you're looking to spur greater adoption of social media in your company, uh, or you want to um, just get more people involved in conversations, uh, because remember, each time you get someone else involved in a conversation on social media, they bring their friends with them, uh, check out uh, our offering at complysocially.com. You can either buy the courses individually via e-commerce on that site or Uh, Talk to us about group licensing. If you have a large organization and you want to get uh, several hundred or even several thousand seats on our training courseware to increase the digital literacy rate of your workforce, um, that's what we're all about. So we can help both the PR and the marketing department or the entire organization, the call center, the sales force, uh, frontline employees, whoever it is that you're looking to train, we can do it more cost effectively than probably anyone else out there. So, so give us a try. Um, you can also become a reseller of our courseware. Uh, and as you'll see, we pay very generous commissions. So if you're a consultant and you're involved in social media strategy and you're looking for a recurring revenue opportunity, We definitely want to meet you. I think we have a product that can really help your clients, and um, we want you to participate um, in those sales as well. So uh, you'll find a link to the reseller program in the show notes for this podcast, or just hop on over to complysocially.com, lower right-hand corner of the page. Just click the reseller link and uh, sign up for the reseller program, and we will contact you and give you more details after, after we receive your query. Um, And now let's get back to the interview uh, with NetVibes CEO, 
Freddie Many. Right now, we're talking about NetVibes as a monitoring dashboard. But there are a number of services out there, all of them premium for the most part, um, and huge disparity in price. But these services are monitoring and engagement. Yeah. And the two I'm thinking of are Hootsuite and Radiant 6. Yeah. And if you think about you know, the pricing, I would put NetVibes obviously more in the category of Radiant 6 than a product yeah. like Hootsuite. That's but, what we uh, want. The, the engagement side, is the engagement side something that you're interested in or something that's available in the premium uh, version that I can't see? Well, if we define engagement in the sense that uh, you can reply and use it as a, a community management tool, is it your definition? I would. I mean, I would say you know being able to manage, manage, participate, and manage in conversations, okay, and be able to route issues internally through you know throughout a team, so yeah. the team can participate in the branded feed. And, you know, one person can monitor and then bring another person into the conversation, and then issues can be resolved by a team through a right. account. And that's, that is not what we want to do. Um, so, in fact, what we do is we connect. I mean, it's a different job. So we try, you know, not to do every job so that, uh, you know, we would uh, be spread too thin. But we try to focus on the dashboard intelligence part, i.e., we want to be the most comfortable and the most, the most exhaustive in the way you can monitor stuff, i.e., RSS, but also any kind, any kind of information, including, I mean, again, your enterprise system information. And we believe that, uh, you know, when you think about your brand, it's not just RSS, but it's RSS, it's also your sales, it's also the, the prediction of your inventory, and so on and so forth. So we want to be able to manage any kind of KPI, any kind of return on investment that you want using uh, our monitoring tools. Now, to, uh, to answer your question, we link to those products with uh, the share link that uh, you have on NetVibes. And you can see those share in the free version as well. So in the free version, when you have... I noticed in the free version, the share link, let me attach one Facebook account and one Twitter account, right? But I can't do more than that. In fact, you can do more than uh, one uh, Twitter account. For Facebook, it is true, and it's true by nature of Facebook. Um, but on uh, on the Twitter account, you can uh, use several uh, Twitter accounts. If you if you add several Twitter widgets with a different account on your uh, dashboard, you will be able to uh, uh, spread the, the tweets on different accounts. Can so I differentiate between a Facebook uh, a profile and a page? On Facebook, it's only one account. So, um, and, and I can only go to a profile, not a page. Yeah. Can I yeah. share to Google Plus? Uh, that's that will be the scoop of the day. Uh, we are, in fact, working on a new version of Share uh, that, in fact, will open to uh, many other um, many other um, uh, community management capabilities. Uh, from the names that uh, you mentioned before, and uh, including also Google+. So the, the answer is yes in a couple of weeks. Okay. And I'm going to apologize for the background noise. Someone's just fired up uh, some power tools outside, uh, but hopefully it won't be, won't be too much of a distraction. Let's talk about analytics for a second, because this is a huge hole um, that Google Reader leaves when they roll up their uh, carpet and, and, and take the service away on July 1st, 2013. One yeah. of the uh, most useful features in Google Reader, from my perspective, was the Trends feature. And the Trends feature allowed you to take a look at, you know, of, of all your feeds. If you had several hundred feeds in there, you could see which ones were delivering the most relevant stories based on which ones you were actually clicking and which ones you were reading. And then you had the starred feature as well. Now, Feedly doesn't have anything like that at all. Um, and it seems to me that without that ability to get some perspective over, big, over the data that you're consuming and which, one is, which ones are most useful, it's, it's kind of tough to get a feel for where the hot pockets of conversation are in an industry if you don't yeah. have any sort of analysis. So 
Talk to us about the how you do that. Uh, do you integrate Google uh, Analytics? What sort of features are available? Because I haven't seen it. You know, I have, uh, I have the free version. Well, uh, you, you can see the paid version, the, the paid version in action in uh, Insight, uh, like uh, I N S I G H T S Insight.netvibes.com. Uh, it's a free access, and you, uh, in fact, can test drive uh, five or six um, uh, premium dashboard, uh, which are business cases per industry. So you will be able what, to see what we are talking about. There is a video, and also you. Uh, drive the, the dashboard yourself. So, um, but your question is, in fact, the question. Um, what we discover, and it's, it's kind of funny because, uh, you know, we've been so long in the game that, uh, you know, it's kind of a domino effect. The point being that uh, we thought, you know, from 2005 to 2000, um, I would say, nine, we thought that aggregation, i.e. dashboarding, was enough. And in fact, uh, we thought that, you know, it was the job that we had to uh, accomplish. And what we discover is um, the better the job you do uh, in terms of uh, the number of, uh, of sources of information that you follow and also the, as real time as possible, i.e. the question on the latency, you know, the better you will be in following a lot of stuff and with, uh, you know, the, 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 the update uh, ASAP on all the sources that you have. We thought that, you know, that would be the ultimate product. And in fact, what we discover back in 2009 is that, in fact, is a recipe for frustration. Why? Because you can't spend 24 hours uh, a day, seven days a week to monitor all the types at the same time. It's impossible. So basically, you work and you aggregate and, and you have a tool that, if it works perfectly, will not be useful. So uh, when, once we discover that, we move into the, the step two of NetVibes. And step two of NetVibes is the, the intelligence part of it. Because, you know, when you have such a problem of having too much information coming to you, uh, like in the, you know, in the real world, you ask for someone help, someone's help. And, uh, so that's what we have with the smart, the, the smart tagging in, uh, in the paid version of NetVibes. The smart tagging is in fact the ability for all the people who are, who have access to the paid dashboard to say, I mean, to tag an article and to put a sentiment on that tag. Tag plus sentiment equal opinion. So basically, we are collecting the opinion of the people that you trust because you give you gave them access to your dashboard, and that in fact is uh, a big way uh, back in 2009 and beginning of 10 that you've, we've sold NetVibes to uh, marketing department and uh, ad agencies and PR agencies because they were able for their clients to tag the articles that uh, you know they thought were were important and put a sentiment to uh, what was for their client uh, the, the content of the article. But then we reach another limitation because the clients were saying, this is great, we love it, but you know, I'd like to have something that crunch everything. And again, if you do a great job in accumulating thousands of sources of information per dashboard all the time, I, I will never have enough people and enough consultants to smart tag everything in, in, the, in, in the dashboard. So that's the reason why we moved into uh, the, the, the semantic analysis. So the semantic analysis that we have today are based on, uh, on Exalid, which is another brand of uh, Dassault system. And uh, we try to answer to uh, the six W's, uh, meaning that on, on, on a tab, on the whole dashboard, or a specific subject, we try to say what is going on, of course, what are the trends? Who is talking, i.e., uh, who are the influencers? Uh, where is it happening, uh, i.e., in what type of media? Uh, when is it happening, of course, because everything is chronological? And uh, we don't do why at this time. We're working on it. Now, <clears throat> once we've done that, uh, you know, and that was till uh, the end of uh, 2011, what we discover is once you do that, you make the people who paid uh, for uh, the NetVibes dashboard, we, we made those people smarter, and that's good. But it's not enough, because those people want to share what they found, and they want also to have an automation so that even so that the dashboard would be on autopilot. And once the dashboard found something, then you know, it would uh, reach out to them and trigger actions on its own. 
And that's in fact what we have in a product today. Uh, the, 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 the trigger the action is named invoke a URL. So in the paid version, when, once you say, uh, if my negative opinion reach, uh, are above 50%, then I want to, for example, trigger an ad campaign in, uh, in Google AdSense. That today NetVibes is able to do. Um, we want also to make sure that if, if, for example, the marketing department is building a dashboard for a product, uh, we want to make sure that uh, the CIOs uh, and the CXOs of the company will receive uh, every Monday, uh, you know, like the, the best articles and uh, all the charts about dimensions and uh, the correlation of the, the charts uh, of dimensions with uh, the, the sales of the, of the company on that product. And we want those guys to receive this newsletter on every Monday. But we want also from the same dashboard to receive every day for the marketing uh, people all the positive article and all the negative article. So the point I'm trying to make is uh, it's, it's really all about uh, listening to everything, i.e. The, the, the dashboarding and the aggregation of everything, learning from everyone, i.e., uh, you know, um, uh, manually, uh, the manual creation of the smart tagging and uh, the, uh, the, automatic, the automatic algorithm. And three, it's uh, the action or the spread of the knowledge, uh, which, in, in fact, if you don't do that, everything you've done before is quite limited. So let's talk for a minute about the accuracy or inaccuracy of rich text analysis. Uh, in the current episode of the podcast, um, I spoke with uh, Brian Solis about his new book, uh, What's the Future of Business? And we had a discussion about a recent post by Om Malik about yeah. uh, the soul of big data. I love and this post. You saw the post, okay. I saw the so, post, and I love the post, and uh, I sent, uh, you know, we, we, we started a discussion with Om. Uh, I think it's uh, one of the major articles that, uh, uh, that you know, was uh, published in, over the last two or three months. Now, um, what he essentially says is that uh, in order to draw any sort of conclusions from different types of data, you have to be able to compare and make assumptions based on how they, how to, based on the, based on comparing different data sources to one another. Now, I mean, you've got all that data coming into NetVibes, um, but if you look at, you know, the accuracy or, um, you know, the usefulness of, of so many of these uh, targeting tools that try to serve you advertising based on the words you use, they're absolutely, you know, stupid. I mean, they just, they, they don't give you useful information. I mean, I, I, you know, I could be having um, an email exchange with someone from the Marine Corps because I'm doing business with them, United States Marine Corps, and then I'll start seeing ads for, you know, U.S. Army <laughs> medals or something crazy like yeah, that. Yeah, join the Army, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So, so I mean, for the first off, tell us, what would you say is a good percentage rate for, for the accuracy of rich text analytics? Where is it today, and where do you see it heading in the near future? Well, it's, uh, it's again a great question. Uh, and um, I, my, my answer will be in two parts. The first one is, um, especially when, you know, uh, Twitter will be uh, such a big part of your analytics, uh, having an analytics on 140 characters, uh, especially with uh, all the acronyms, and especially with the, the context of uh, some conversation, uh, is almost an impossible job. Let me rephrase that. I believe, if you want a, a number, I believe that our um, analytics are, uh, if I had to, you know, um, put a number, I would say we are accurate at 80%, which is already, uh, you know, a, a very aggressive assumption. But I think that um, it is not, in fact, the right way to look at the problem. Let, let, me let, let, let me explain that. I mean, the first one is believing that, uh, an engine, an algorithm will be able to give to you uh, the sentiment and with precision of, you know, how your brand or, you know, this article or this source of information talks about you is an impossible job. 
I believe that and that's the reason why we, we are doing two things. Uh, and that's what we say to our clients. You know, our clients are fascinated with uh, the positive or negative. We can explain the positive or negative. In fact, the technology within uh, Exalid is extremely powerful. Uh, based on grammar, based on rules, it's very, very powerful. I mean, there is a lot of linguists uh, at Exalid, and they are doing a brilliant job. Now, again... Uh, it will never be 100% accurate. So you can't base a decision on something that is not 100% accurate. Now, you have two ways to compensate that. I mean, of course, you can, on that part, you can continue to improve, and that's what we are going to do. But you have two ways to compensate that. One is uh, rely on, uh, on, 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 the, on your collaborator opinion. The point being, if you want 100% truth or 100% uh, tr- uh, trustworthiness, then the people that work with you or the people that you give access to uh, your dashboard and will put an opinion, I mean, that, that it's, it's like, you know, having a meeting with that guy and the guy say, I think this article is positive or negative. But it's more important than that. It, it's important because you trust that guy. And it's important because the level of sentiment is not limited to positive or negative, but it will go to uh, any kind of sentiment that he adds to it. I mean, it could be uh, threat, it could be opportunity, it could be much more granular than that. The second point is, um, so, I mean, first point is if you want to compensate the, the, the vagueness of uh, this uh, semantic analysis uh, algorithm, Go with uh, an opinion and collect as much opinion as possible. The, the, the third point is, in fact, something that we are working on, and um, uh, we, we are going to release uh, something in uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, but it's based, and I, I, I won't, of course, <laughs> I'd like to keep my secret, but uh, just to give you the, the, the principle, I believe, and in fact, that's also the, one of the reasons why I believe that uh, the article from Home was uh, extremely good. I believe that there is no one KPI. I mean, there is no one, uh, this is positive or negative, but there, is, but there are many. And for example, when, when you have, uh, you know, pe- people saying, well, I did uh, invest a million dollars on Facebook and we got uh, 15,000, 150,000 uh, new friends or followers or fans, whatever. So what? You know, I, I, and what people are realizing now, it's, uh, it's pointless. But the point is, it's, you know, it's all a matter. Every business for the last uh, 2,000 years has been driven by return on investment. So the point of the matter is the money that you spend uh, on uh, a social investment has many ways to have KPIs. I mean, it could be, for example, that you want to compare uh, your marketing budget with uh, yourself. You might want also to compare uh, yourself with uh, the level of pollen, the level of rain, uh, the level of strike, the level of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, of development that you add within your company. So the point of the matter is the context is in fact a bunch of of comparison of metrics that in fact will. Like on the stock market, you know, when you have two charts and you try to understand the rhythm of one, one curve versus the other, that is where you are able to understand, in fact, the context of what's going on. And the beauty of the system is uh, that not only it can, you know, forecast the short future, but also it can tell you that if there is a rhythm on one end, then you can learn on how to, you know, manage or predict your own business in the, in the near-term future. What can you tell us about the size of NetVibes, the company? Well, the company is wholly owned by uh, Desso System. Uh, we are about 40 people. Uh, we were uh, profitable uh, before the takeover. Uh, we don't release our... Um, um, sales number and uh, the profit that we make. Uh, we didn't do it before, and we can't. Uh, it's even uh, you know uh, less uh, of a potential of uh, revealing those numbers now that uh, we are part of a publicly traded company. Um, but if you wanted to, let's say you were meeting with um, 
you know, the IT people from, uh, or, or someone's kicking your tires and you want to build confidence that you have the infrastructure to do the job, what would you <laughs> Oh, that's, a, that's a, in fact, we have a joke about that because um, many times uh, it doesn't happen um, well, many times, let's say, we we have this uh, you know this question because we are fighting against uh, uh, you know some of our competitors, and I'm thinking of IBM, but there are many others that I'd like not to mention. Uh, and uh, the the question from the client is, uh, well, you know, we are a large corporation, and uh, you know, to the question, can you scale, and you know, can you deliver uh, your service to? Uh, ten or hundred or thousand of people. Um, that's in fact a very funny question because uh, we have millions of uh, uh, of people that we serve every month, and uh, we have more than twice uh, the number of users uh, than uh, the largest uh, uh, the largest company in terms of uh, number of employees in the world. So uh, yes, we can scale. Um, I would say also that uh, NetVibes, to, you know, to the contrary, I mean, Google is, is a beautiful company. Uh, we have a lot of admiration for what they do, of course. I mean, we would not. Um, but the difference with, you know, in between Google and, and NetVibes is uh, that you can imagine that uh, our resource, even now under the system, that our resource have nothing to do with uh, with Google. So uh, that, in fact, forces forced us to, uh, you know, to be as uh, lean as possible and uh, and uh, between bracket as much as possible. So uh, the number of servers that uh, we have uh, is uh, in the hundred of server, not in the thousands. Uh, and, uh, and and we have, uh, you know, in fact, a very, very, very good uh, back office team. Final question. Um, so there's a there's a section called general um, under the widgets view. Yeah. Which um, you know, I guess that's the place where you'd get the weather and and uh, general news like that. Um, and then there's an uncategorized as well. Um, one of the really useful things about Google Reader was the ability to bring in uh, news and information chrono- chrono- chronologically. Yeah. And there are so many um, services out there that attempt to tell you which ones are the most important. Algorithmically, you know, obviously we see it with uh, the discovery feed now in, in Twitter and, um, you know, the default view of top news in, in Facebook. Uh, but one of the things that's always been so useful about Google Reader, um, you, know, ver- you know, versus those two services is the ability that you actually see it as it happens yeah. uh, chronologically. I mean, do you see yourselves going to a place where there's some sort of a social filter that would help you discover, you know, the most important or timely stories? Um, or do you think, um, you know, news discovery chronologically is the way to go? And I guess, I, I guess the question is, you know, what's the value of discovery versus chronology in news feeds? Well, uh, Discovery is something that we, we, we tried to do back in 2007, and uh, it's a very, very complex problem. And uh, it's also, uh, you know, it's like the, um, uh, the sentiment analysis. Although uh, you can have a much greater and better um, return on, on your investment, i.e. a satisfactory result. But it's not our view of the problem. Our view of the problem in uh, the, the, the paid one is that you can uh, analyze um, you know, for example, you can you you have uh, say three tabs. Say that uh, you are on the stock market and you are looking for um, tech large cap um, companies like uh, Apple and Google. And say you have two tabs and you have Apple on one and Google on the, on the second one. And then you have you know everything that uh, you want to listen to about Apple on the first one and everything that you want to listen to on Google on the second one. Well, the way that you would work uh, with uh, NetVibes to answer your question is you would build uh, what we name um, uh, a social analysis um, app that would say uh, what is happening on uh, Apple. And uh, you can also say uh, that you want to know what is happening on Apple from uh, a matter of sources, i.e. Uh, TechCrunch, Google, uh, uh, TechCrunch, sorry, uh, GigaOM, uh, VentureBeat, and so on and so forth. And uh, that, in fact, will create a widget. Uh, 
And on that widget, as soon as something, you know, arrive and qualify, then you will see that, uh, you know, on the top of, uh, of your list. So basically, you would build a filter uh, and you will tell uh, NetVibes, you know, what is it, what you want to uh, uh, aim at and on that target, if something is happening, then you will uh, see that on top of your list. It is also uh, true for the smart tagging that I mentioned before, because um, if, for example, you have uh, the, the, the CMO and you have uh, the VP of product and then you have uh, a bunch of uh, product director and all of those guys uh, smart tag all the articles that are on the, on the dashboard, you can decide, for example, to uh, have uh, an alert and, and see on your dashboard everything that your boss has read. And in fact, you can even uh, receive via email everything that your boss has read and believe is an opportunity or a threat. So the, 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 the potential is infinite in the sense that it's not based on an algorithm that will tell you it's important. It is based on what you say I'd like to you know, be alerted from the sources uh, of information that you did aggregate yourself. In fact, the, when can the, we expect to see the new sharing features that you mentioned? When you say? Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> that's uh, it's a couple of weeks, so soon. And that's what you were referring to uh, earlier, where you said uh, you can't talk about the whole thing, but uh, no, it's different. Right. No, it's different. The, the new share is uh, is one feature that uh, you know. It's easy for me to. That uh, the share that we have here is a, li a little bit old. I have to admit, uh, it's probably from the 2008. Um, so we completely uh, redesigned and re-engineered that part, and that should be out in a couple of weeks. The, the thing that I mentioned before, which in fact was a way to uh, compare everything to everything, uh, that's uh, it's also a couple of weeks, but it's different. It's uh, different. We've been talking to Freddie Minnie. He's the CEO of NetVibes. Freddie, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Eric. It was my pleasure. You've been listening to On the Record Online with Eric Schwartzman, the podcast about how technology is changing the world of communications. To subscribe to the podcast or share feedback, visit us online at ontherecordpodcast.com, on Twitter at ontherecord, or send email to ontherecordpodcast at gmail.com. On the Record Online is hosted by Eric Schwartzman, an independent online communications consultant whose clients include the U.S. Department of State, the United States Marine Corps, the U.S. Embassy of Greece, the Government of Singapore, Johnson & Johnson, Toyota, Southern California Edison, the Environmental Defense Fund, and dozens of small to medium-sized organizations. For information about engaging Eric Schwartzman as a speaker, social media trainer, or digital strategist, visit www.ericschwartzman.com or send email to eric at ericschwartzman.com.